Welcome to the Landmark Theatres Film Club podcast. Today, moderator Janelle Riley from Variety sits down with actor Taryn Edgerton and director Dexter Fletcher to talk about their new Elton John biopic, Rocket Man. This conversation was recorded at the Landmark in Los Angeles on the film's opening night. Wow, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for coming out on a Friday night for the opening weekend of this movie. I am so in love with this film. Um, we're only halfway through the year. I think it's the best movie of the year. And I am so, yeah, sure. Thank you. I had nothing to do with it, but thank you. Um, at this time, please join me in welcoming not only the star of the film, um, but also the director is here too. Please welcome Dexter Fletcher and Taryn Edgerton. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Now we're out of time after all that. <laughs> thank you guys so much for that being here. That was so lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations, truly, on a fantastic movie. Um, Whenever I have people as accomplished as you guys are, I actually like to um, embarrass them a little and go back to the beginning. Um, what was your first job in this business, the first time you felt you could call yourself an actor? Dexter, you started as an actor. Yeah. I, I did, I did. I, I mean, I, yeah, you, I mean, I can go way back. <laughs> no, go on, we've all got time, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... I remember it was the summer of 1970. <laughs> 1974, I think it was, for all you were all born. Uh, I was in, in, in a musical uh, uh, that went by the name of Bugsy Malone. Wait, that, that was your first job? No, it wasn't my first job, but it was the first movie I did. I'd, I'd done some, some stuff before that when I was a little bit younger, but I played a character called Babyface in Bugsy Malone. Yes, you did. Which was uh, an Alan Parker film with Jodie Foster and Scott Bayo. So Woo there you go. <laughs> Woo! So there you go. That was my big first job, anyway. And for What's you? yours? Um, so my first uh, professional acting job was when I left drama school in 2012. I went to the National Theatre to do a play with Julie Walters and Helen McCrory and Rory Kinnear um, called The Last of the Housemans, in which I played someone who is competing to be an Olympic swimmer. Had a similar body type to the type I have in this film. <laughs> <laughs> but people seem to let me off the hook. It's theatre, you can get away with it. Yeah, and this is no fair. These were supposed to be questions to humble you, and you s your first job was a play with Helen McCorry, Yeah. and yours was Bugsy Malone. This is insane. No, we've been... We've we're been very high pedigree, as yeah. you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking in so many ways it feels like you were sort of destined to play Elton John. I know you sang I'm Still Standing in Sing, mm. um, and Elton was in Kingsman, the, the sequel. He was, yeah, yeah that's when but, I first met him, yeah. But did you have any idea at that time that, that this was even in the works or this could happen? I think it was probably around that time that Matthew Vaughan, who... Is that a storm or is that... Storm? I think it's a loud movie next door. Oh, that, I okay. think, right? I think it's Godzilla. Already being trumped by a giant <laughs> lizard. Um... Uh, <laughs> um uh, Matthew Vaughan is someone that Dexter and I have have both worked with a lot over the years. Dexter, obviously, for a, a longer period of time. But um, he first came to me on the set of Kingsman 2 and said, you know, how do you feel about playing Elton? And I'd be lying if I said it was the first time it had crossed my mind. I was aware of the project. I was aware that there was another actor attached to it. Um, 
And also, at that point, it was touted the prospect of Dexter directing it. Dexter and I made a movie called Eddie the Eagle, which we were very, very, very proud of. Um, and we were desperate to do something else together. Well, I was at least. And, no, um, no, I, yeah, and it just felt... It just felt right. It just felt like it, would, it might work. It was a genius idea. Matt Vaughan, sorry, mate, but Matt Vaughan, he uh, he called me and said, listen, because he speaks like this, Matt Vaughan. <laughs> and he said, uh, so uh, Taron as Elton in an R-rated musical. And I was like, it's a brilliant idea because I I know, knowing Taron as I do and knowing that there's this, this actor in there, you know, dying to get out. Of course, we've seen him be brilliant as Eggsy and... Eddie and, and all these other stuff, but I knew that this was going to demand so much of him and that he had so much to give, as well as this incredible voice, that I just I just knew it was a fantastic idea. Speaking of fantastic, um, this film is told in a very fantastical, sometimes surreal way. Did you always know that was the way you were going to tell the story? Uh, yes, I mean, I suppose so. That was always the idea that it was to take Elton's story and, and, and be a reflection of him, really, and, and that that meant to, to us that it was kind of grand and audacious and, and, and full of life and, and fantasy and, and every corner that we could find, every moment where we could add music and add that fantasy and add that sort of larger-than-life element to surround uh, Taron and, and this very kind of real uh, uh, human kind of emotional journey that he was going on. So it's a film of... You know, real intense kind of human emotion, and then these big, uh, expansive numbers. That that was so much more exciting than the by the numbers kind of biopic. You know that people have seen, which is great. But we wanted to do something different. We always, always wanted to do something different. As great a story as Elton has, and as amazing as this film turned out, were you ever scared, or at least intimidated by the idea? I mean, this is a beloved icon. You know, we've all listened to his music, or did you just have to sort of put the fear aside? I think we're both. Yeah, I, yeah. Undoubtedly, I think we've both had moments, but we're both we're both a pair of fucking lunatics, really. <laughs> aren't we? And you know, <laughs> you know, we. I think we. I think rather than that pressure of feeling overwhelming or daunting, there's something really exhilarating about it, and you don't want to. I, I know that could be misconstrued, and that's not. Uh, I don't want to suggest an irreverence for Elton and his legacy. That was always at the heart of what we wanted to do. We wanted to celebrate the great man, but we knew that in order to do the job that we wanted to do, we had to be free and creative mm -hmm. with it mm -hmm. and, and fun. Um, so whilst there were moments of self-doubt and reflection where you think, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? You, by and large, it's just so exciting. What a privilege, what an honour, what a thrill to be the to be the people chosen to do it. You know? We didn't have a lot of time for that as well, to no, really sort of sit around and go, oh my God. It was like, get on with it, go. You know, we we knew we were in Cannes, coming out in Cannes pretty much once we started. It was like, there's a window. And so we really had to go. And, we, you know, you don't have that luxury of, of sitting around and, and having too much kind of doubt about it. And, and I think, you know, I, I keep saying it, but it is reflective in Taron's performance. He's, like, he's so committed. He's so there in the pursuit of truth that when you sit down and watch that first speech 
you're just in. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, when I watch him sit down and says, I'm an alcoholic, you know, sex addict, and a cocaine addict, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> 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 and that's the first four lines of the yeah. film, you know. Yeah. It's like, and he's so there, that's why it's all in one shot. It just pushes in slowly, it's like... Did you forget to yell cut? You were just like... Yeah, several times. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, stop, stop. <laughs> I mean, you have an amazing ensemble from top to bottom. You have everyone from Bryce Dallas Howard in this. I, I love the relationship with Elton Bernie, and I think Jamie Bell is so fantastic yeah. in this. Did you know him at all? Your chemistry is fantastic. No, weirdly, we met... Uh, Jamie was nominated for another BAFTA at the start of last year, and um, I met him at the after party in... Um, London, it's all very glitzy, it's all very glamorous. It's, very <laughs> uh, it's just the kind of stuff we do, you know. Uh, but I, I, met, I, met, I, I met him at this after party, and um, and obviously it's Jamie Bell, you know. I was really quite excited to meet him, but he was very kind about me, and and weirdly we both said that night, you know, early on in January, February last year, wouldn't it be great if we got to do something together? And then four or five months later. We're playing Elton John and Bernie Taupin. It's just funny wow. how funny how life turns out, and we did. We got on very, very well, and um, and I think you know that that relationship is such an intriguing one, and the enduring nature of it as well. You know, this we sat and watched the movie together for the first time with Elton and Bernie. You know, and we depict them meeting at twenty odd, and they're still going strong at sixty nine and seventy two, whatever they are, and um, and it's you know. Such a cool, such a cool thing that that it's it's lasted this long. It may sound like a strange question, but was there any sort of a chemistry read between them? Because their relationship is so vital to this movie. Or did you sh you just know that they would work on screen? Uh, no, there wasn't. I mean, I, yeah, it's funny that. I, I mean, it just didn't feel necessary. I mean, uh, obviously Taron was there. There was a chemistry read with Taron and Richard. Very really? early on. There was, oh, wow. yeah. I don't know if you remember. We just had to make sure it was sexy enough. It, yeah. needed, <laughs> it needed to be really sexy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we just had to make yeah. sure we were... Because there's doubts about Richard. <laughs> yeah. Is Richard sexy? <laughs> Is Taron sexy? Jur jury's out Is on whether Richard's yeah. sexy. Are they sexy? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, it was, the, it, was like, it, was the, it was like, if we combine the two, will there be an explosion? You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> an unfortunate turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah, it was. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's a very good scene. I mean, you must admit. It's a, um, no, because Jamie was in LA and he, we, he and I had a Skype call, and I knew that I, you know, he and he spoke really eloquently and interesting. He'd already he'd already done a lot of research on Bernie, and I just, you know, talking to him for. I mean, I spoke. We must have spoke for about two hours on Skype, and just knowing what where Taron was or where Taron was going and what he was building and what he was moving towards and talking to Jamie, you know, without even putting them together, I knew there was this incredible compliment going on yeah. because Jamie's so rooted that allows Taron to be that bigger, be, be Elton. You know, you can't have an Elton that's all sort of moody and Marlon Brando-esque. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not going to... You need you need an actor who's going to be out there and take the chances and... Uh, and that needs a certain amount of, of rooting, you know. And, and um, so I think, you know, what I always said to the guys is I need sort of three Hamlets. All of <laughs> but all quite different. They'd all play a great yeah. Hamlet, but it'll be very, very different. And um, 
So no, we, we didn't have that chance. Mine would be the most fabulous. Mine. Yeah, yeah. The best Tara's dressed would for be sure. the most fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Mine would be the one in the yeah. in the most flashy frock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Sequence. it's funny because I know actors are sort of discouraged from going over the top in some performances. But can you go over the top as Elton John? Did you ever? Was there ever a moment when you thought, oh, I need to pull back in this scene? No. <laughs> Maybe I should have. No, I don't. I think um, there's there's something of Elton that is about. Uh, not only the flamboyance and the exuberance, but there's a there's an ex there's an extreme of feeling and there's an acuteness of emotion to him. There's a real things. I think he has a very a very soft outer shell, and things go straight to the heart of him, and it manifests really, really, really strongly. Um, so, uh, so, so maybe not. I don't mm -hmm. know. I mean, it, it always felt like we were. I mean, that's that's the relationship between actor and director. You know, is that I go and do something, and there's a, you know a very strong chance I'm gonna fuck it up, and Dex will, Dex will then go, Dex will coax and 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 and, and give me that set of eyes on myself because you can't have a set of eyes on yourself as you're performing because you mm -hmm. want to get you want to get lost in the role so you throw yourself out there and then you've got a relationship a trust with the person who's putting the movie together and and, and got this vision for it and and then you trust that he'll tell you if you if you're making a hash no, I never I, I never felt that I always I always like to push him a little bit further if anything um, because I know that he's our main guy he's the guy that we we want to feel everything that he feels. It, it feels consistent to me. The the emotional, uh, you know, line through that Taron plays is is so genuine and so real and and so truthful that some people are like that. Some people are out there. They're larger than life, and other people are are more contained. Yeah. This Elton, he got it all out there. He. I know, feel he like I meet out. people every day, and I think if I put you in a film people would think it was way too much. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? People like Absolutely, that. Yeah. And you think, you know, they're such extreme personalities that it's almost like you couldn't write it. And so I, and I think there's a bit of that to Elton. He yeah. is, he is larger than life. And I, I loved it. I loved that feeling of expansiveness and that, you know, that kind of uh, unguarded exuberance. It was, it was a joy to play. And how involved was he? I, I believe I heard he... For preparation, he gave you a copy of his unpublished memoirs. Oh yeah, I've read them. Wow. I've read the yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, <laughs> tell us everything. <laughs> they're, they're really frank and they're very, very, very funny. Um, uh, they were a, a real gift actually, and as well as those, I also read his um, his diaries from 1970 to 1976, which were lost for many years. And I think someone who worked for him had them in an, in an attic, and they just. Mm -hmm. Reappeared. They're very economically written. They're less. Um, they're, there's less. Uh, uh, they're less emotive, and there's less of an attitude in them. They're. They're so economic. They're quite hilarious, actually. It's sort of you know, the washing machine's broken, rope candle in the wind type of thing. <laughs> 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 um, uh, an average day. Sure. An average day in the life. Yeah. But <laughs> what what Elton and David were so what was so gracious about them was that they really kind of uh, just gave me this access into their lives really and I sort of spent some time at their home and spent a bit of time with their boys and um, and it wasn't that, that I was kind of you know uh, studying him to try and mimic him or or copy every mannerism he has it's more about wanting to personalize the experience of playing him and make it matter to you and make it feel very real so that when you turn up on set 
yeah, you know, I'm assuming this persona, this Elton-esque persona, but it's, it's, it's me, you know, it's still me. And it's me through a filter, through a prism, through an Elton psychedelic filter, you know, and, um, and spending all that time with him really helped personalize that. It never felt like we were, it never felt like we were reaching for emotion in the film or that all kind of just seemed to happen very organically, I think. And it, it even got to the point I felt that like even like someone like Bryce would come to you to talk to you about how Elton was or how he might have... Re do you know what I mean? To get some sort of bead on, on yeah. how his mother was. Because Elton and, and, and Taryn's relationship was so close and so detailed and so uh, honest that for someone like Bryce who kind of flew in, hit Abbey Road, sang her song, got onto the set, did her thing, you know... For her to try to, uh, you know, get some sort of take on, on her character, on the mother, it, it was interesting to to hear us sort of and see her gravitate more towards Taron because there was, you know, someone who, who was kind of manifesting through Elton through him really. And I know you could already sing, but um, very few people can sing like Elton John. So I, I understand you had to take lessons and. It was, it was pretty intensive. Was it five months? There was a lot of time. I mean, I'm not going to do that thing that actors do where they kind of go, you know, it was years. It was years, <laughs> of, years of training, darling. I had to stretch my vocal cords. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. It was, it was we, you know, in February of last year, we went into Abbey Road for the first time and we got to work and we spent months in the studio working on the songs and... Dexter, myself, Giles Martin, who is a genius and one of the greatest men I've ever met, uh, you know, sorting out all elements of, of, of the music for the film. And we approached it in, you know, in terms of how do we take these songs and make them great tools for our storytelling purposes? You know, how can we take a, a, a well-known pop rock song and make it a legitimate piece of musical theatre that either expresses something about the character or moves the story forward. Um, and so in the process of all of that, the, the singing that happened every day doing that, I think, caused my voice to strengthen and grow. And, and I certainly felt that with the rockier stuff, which is not something I'd had a, a huge amount of experience of before, so Benny and the Jets, uh, Pinball Wizard, Saturday Night Survivor for Fighting, the things that you need a bit of that, just a touch of Joe Cocker in there to kind of give it some welling, <laughs> that, that grew over time. Um, but it never felt like a labour. This work never felt like a chore or something that I was required to do to get to a certain point. We just, we just were, were creative in the extreme for a few months and, and we were all really happy. And he loves it being there. I mean, it was understandably so. I he loved has this it. great I instrument. I loved it. He has a, and just bending it and moving it and finding these different and new ways of using it is it very exciting. Uh, it, was, it was always exciting. And I could jump in and say, we're, just, um, we're talking about this for this number you know we've got to do, and he'd get ignited by that and that would then you know uh, sort of inform what he did vocally uh, it was a, it was a really great uh, uh, sort of uh, collaboration across all the all the different elements really i mean even though there's some very tragic elements of elton's life which i didn't know about and it's it's absolutely heartbreaking it must be a joy to play him he seems like such a joyous person 100 percent. and i i personally you know every uh, Actors have different experiences of their craft and opinions on their craft. I, I personally don't subscribe to the idea that because you're portraying something seemingly unhappy that you are unhappy. Mm -hmm. I think there's a great there's a great catharsis uh, in in expression. And actually, you know, in a scene where you're crying, 
it's not like you really feel like, you know, your mum's just passed away or something. It, there's something, there's a great release in it. You're, there's a freedom of expression in it that I really enjoy. I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make the performance seem hollow, but there's a, there's, you know, it's about expression and I love that. And, and Elton is just about the most expressive person I can think of. And so, um, bringing his story to life and, and portraying both the hugely joyous celebratory moments um, as well as the darker, more troubled, angst-ridden moments was was just, I loved it. I loved, I loved every, I loved every fucking moment it, of it. I really part, did. It was it's great. part of a whole, that's why. It's part of, it's, you know, you, you've got to be able to have those, those, those lows and the highs, you know, and, and it really felt like we were creating a very whole story, a whole character. You yeah. know, someone that went this huge emotional journey and I understand what you're saying that, you know, you were as much invested in those dark moments as, as you were in it. Of course, yeah. it's good to be have fun, but it's also good to be in the darker places as well. They were, they were equally it's as still creative. You're still, yeah, you're yeah. still creating, even when you're doing the things that uh, the character not having a good time. So, is the, the character is of course having a miserable time, yeah. but but the the actor expressing, I think there's a there's a there's a joy and a lightness in that. And I'm sorry, but I have to ask. These costumes are amazing. First of all, I hope you kept some. Um, but secondly, um, I mean, is, is, is it fun to get to dress up like that, or is that a pain when you have six-inch heels? No, it's amazing. Yeah. It is am it's, am it's absolutely amazing, yeah. I got paid to do that. <laughs> it's so fabulous. I mean, Julian Day, who I've worked with before and, and Dex has, has worked with before, who designed the costumes in this movie? I mean, you don't need out. You know, it speaks for itself. His work is extraordinary, and you know they're all they're all re they're all reimaginings as well. Of course, there are some that are to, that are nearer and more faithful to some of the iconic looks we know. Dodgers Stadium being a great example, but you know the the um the the orange Madison Square Garden rehab costume is 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 is, is, is Julian. You know, there are ideas, of course, from Dex too, but it's Julian's creation, yeah. and and it's so Elton. But it's yeah. but it's not as well, and that's that's hugely exciting for me. And, and and when you put those clothes on, you f you feel different. You know, mm -hmm. it's why we all adopt our own sense of style because whatever we wear, it that's what you feel. That makes you feel good. You feel like you you hit the right note in it, and you can go out and face the world. And it just so happens that the note Elton was hitting was pretty bloody extreme. You know, <laughs> so, so um, but for me as an actor, it was just yeah, phenomenally satisfying and, and great fun. Did Elton ever come to set, or would that just be too intimidating? It would have been fairly <laughs> intimidating. It was. He, 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 did, he did come to set in the, in the rehearsal stage, in the early stages, before we kicked off. And he stressed me out that day he as did, well. Yeah, yeah, he did. You were like, I don't know, Dex. I mean, he's like, what's he talking about? I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, but he did. He came and saw everything that was being developed and all the ideas and, and, and designs. And, and I'd been for dinner with him a few times and shown him the, the orange devil outfit and stuff like that. And... Uh, he came and watched a big dance rehearsal and, and sort of mumbled to people. But um, uh, and he did. But I think what he did so brilliantly is he gave us room to fly. Mm -hmm. He gave us the space to, you know, fall or fly. Really, I suppose is the way to say. You know, we we could have we could have floundered. But I think that he trusted us. He gave us that trust. He gave us that love and and uh, responsibility 
Um, and he had a farewell tour that he was undertaking. They had to cover, and I, but I think he knew that there was n there was no value in him sort of sitting there every day yeah, breathing watching down it, you know, neck, yeah. because what could we achieve? We're going, oh, Elton's over there, and we we, we needed to be able to express he his part of the story that we wanted to tell. The really great thing about Elton is that he still has this this kind of childlike wonder for things and this enthusiasm and and everything that we were doing, we would present to him, you know with bated breath, frankly, and he would just go, oh, it's brilliant. Mm. It looks fab. Mm. He was basically just saying, you guys go do it, you know. Mm. He's not, look, he hasn't picked us flippantly. He's obviously, you know, the vetting process, I think, was probably quite extensive, but but once we were there, he, he trusted us to go and do the job. And, um, and also the thing, the other thing to remember about Elton is he's not... Uh, Sort of the most offensive thing you could do with Elton is be boring. <laughs> like, it's that that he can't abide. He can't yeah. abide the needlessly pedestrian, you know. He doesn't want to wait around and, and, and get bored by things. If, if I'm throwing chairs around the room and screaming at the top of my head, you, I, I think he's sort of okay with that, you know. <laughs> but um, that, that speaks a lot to, to the kind of person he is. He has been so rhapsodic in his praise for the movie, and specifically for you. I know he has gone and rocketed as saying, no one else could have played this. Um, what was it like that first time you screened it with him? I mean, could you were you watching him? Were you watching the movie? Well, it was Cannes. It was the Cannes screening. You're kidding. Yeah. That was the first time That was the first it? time I'd seen it finished. What? He only finished it about five days before. I'd finished it five days before, and then... <laughs> True. I'm I, having a panic attack for no, you. That's no, terrible. No, no, it's true. I, I, I literally, we finished it on a Friday. I QC'd it, watched it on a Friday. I went, right, right, right. Getting on Thursday. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we were sitting there all dressed up and all done up. And we all walked in. And Tara and I sat next to each other. And Both uh, of us shaking. Like, uh, Bernie and Elton wow. were there. And we just sort of watched the whole film like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was, and that, because that was the first, I mean, people had heard music and, you know, seen bits and pieces, but the full, complete, finished version, mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't had time to go, what have we done? This is why, for us, this is incredible. This is so exciting This is for amazing us. for us, because... Because we, we still can't figure out what we've done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, is it, is it, does it work? We don't know, we haven't... Who is it, Rod Stewart? Rod, no, not Rod Stewart, no, 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 no. Uh, it was going to be him, uh, so so that, yeah. But so that was an incredible moment because they, as Tam was saying earlier, uh, you know, uh, Elton and Bernie are side by side, and they're they're holding each other, they're watching, they're reliving moments in in their lot, their their history that we've just brought to the screen, and and we we yeah we care deeply about how they feel about it, and. Of it, it, it's, uh, yeah, it was nerve-wracking. It was nerve-wracking. You know, we, with that, the moment in the movie where, you know, I'm sat in the calf and I've got these lyrics and 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 Bernie walks in, you know, looking all cool with his long hair and he sort of goes, Elton. And they kind of just have this moment and we, I, you know, we were looking to the right to see how they were, how they were processing it and they just kept grabbing each other's knee and sort of smiling at each other and it's just, you know, and you think that's, that's like 50-odd years ago, yeah. you know, and you just, what a, surreal, magical, beautiful thing that is, you know. It is so beautiful. I'm so happy it's out now because I feel like I've been talking about it for forever. Um, just before we go, I want to remind everyone, please stay seated as they have to be somewhere. But as someone who loves to karaoke Elton John, um, what is your favorite song, either to perform or just listen to? 
Uh, I mean, I think we uh, Dex had this great idea after we'd finished the movie of, of including some songs as soundtrack uh, pieces, you know, sort of needle drops, kind of thematic things for certain characters. So when Jamie Bell arrives, it's border song and one of the lyrics is he's my brother let us live in peace and then you know when I meet John Reed and we have this fabulous moment of intimacy to take me to the pilot of your soul that plays and and I think we really enjoyed so we, we we loved Amarina, Amarina. Amarina. Her, her, Hercules Amarina. I love as well but in terms of something that it doesn't feature in the movie. My favourite album is Captain Fantastic, and I love that. Uh, yes. <laughs> and um, I love Someone Save My Life Tonight. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, second only to I Want Love, which I'm so glad you guys included uh, we got in that such one a in. beautiful yeah. way. Again, um, I cannot, uh, actually, I just want to thank you. Thank you for not messing it up. Um, it's such a, <laughs> a beautiful movie. Yeah, um, I did have this guy. It helps <laughs> yeah. a lot. It helps a lot. <laughs> thank you guys for being such a great thank audience. Thank you for being thank so warm. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>